Hi, everybody. My name is Bethany Jett. Welcome to the brand new podcast for women who CEO and moms who CEO. And CEO stands for Create Entrepreneurial Opportunities. I'm here today with my sister, Jillian Lancor. She's also, she lives vintage across all social media. Unfortunately, I cannot be found with one name across all, <laughs> across all social media. So just check out Bethany Jett with two T's, J-E-T-T dot com, and all the social media links are there. Today we are podcasting about how to mom boss wherever you are. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. This is the first one, so there's nothing for you to listen to beyond <laughs> this, but I need to get in the habit of saying that. I do want to welcome my sister, who Hello. I said is Jill, or Jillian, and we are really excited to jump in today's conversation. So here we go. So my sister and I are at our church. My, If you don't know, my husband is a senior minister at a church in the Midwest, and they are remodeling my kitchen. So we, and we don't have Wi-Fi over there either. So to get work done, to be mom bosses, we had to like get all of our kids, which right now we have five, five kids in tow, get them all dressed and go out in the snow. It's snowing in April. So that's crazy. (laughs) So we had to get them all to the church uh, to cook them lunch. And Bethany and I have our entire setup done what do we what do we got going on bethany well i will just tell you that i am in the coldest place in the whole wide world (laughs) (laughs) because being from florida you know like we are not used to any kinds of cold weather no and it is snowing it is 19 degrees I am frigid and frozen, and my kids have socks on their hands instead of gloves, because <laughs> uh, when it gets cold in Florida, people put on hoodies. So we just sent them out for a little bit of uh, burn some energy, we'll say, and yet there is still work to be done, even though I'm traveling with my kids this week. I do not get a vacation or break, and as many moms who work, you know, life still happens, and so we've had to come up with a temporary workspace, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh yeah, when you're a girl boss and you work for yourself and you're an entrepreneur, a lot of people don't get that your vacations really aren't vacations. You still have to keep up Mm -hmm. on social media, you still have to be consistent, and we think about these things. So yeah, my sister's here on vacation, but she still has to work. And so you guys, I will post a picture of our workspace right now. We are at like a cafeteria type table. We have two laptops. Pastel tablecloth. Yes, we're at for a church. <laughs> yes. We have okay, let's ca- okay, let's just count the beverages on this. So Bethany and I both have a coffee. We both have a diet Pepsi. There's a water on the table. We've got Cheez Its and peanut MMs. <laughs> totally carb loading yes. with hot dogs and mac and cheese. Nothing healthy. Tons of Sharpies, uh, iPad, two Macs. I have my planners. I have three planners <laughs> open right now. The stickers and templates. One, two, three, seven pins just on the table. Yes. <laughs> Washi tape, the iPad. It's, we have taken over the entire, uh, the entire table, the entire table to get stuff done. And our kids are outside playing in the snow very safely. Um, but let's talk about moms having to get stuff done. Like what are some good tips, Bethany, to give moms who feel overwhelmed, but they still, or maybe we could even approach it from women who, uh, 
when you're not at home and you have to yeah. create a workspace somewhere else. Because I actually am going to create a travel, a packing list for moms or for women who CEO vets, which is my brand. Because the thing is, like, you don't always have the amenities, which is my favorite word. <laughs> you don't have the amenities you have at home. So when I'm traveling, I have to make sure um, I brought a power strip, which you saw in, mm-hmm. I plugged it in your room, made sure we had enough of the, um, we call them bricks, which apparently we just realized not everyone yes, calls. I didn't know what that was. Um, you know, when you're charging your phone, you, the little plug that goes into the wall, <laughs> we call those bricks, um, make sure I have extras of those. And honestly, when Jill and I came into the room, it's this big cafeteria room at a church, so you can picture what it looks like. Um, we had picked the table by the door, but there wasn't an outlet. So actually, it was the outlet that determined where we <laughs> yes, had yes. our station. And so, but if we hadn't had um, the, we didn't need the search protector in here, but that is something that is always on a packing list for me. I also brought my, I have a video conference meetings this week, and I'm away from home, so I, I brought my webcam just in case I needed that too. So those are just two things that, you know, most families or most women don't pack unless they have this business that they have to deal with. It's true. Like there should be a total girl boss guide to what to carry with you at all times. Like your laptop, chargers, uh, obviously like makeup to just, because sometimes you do just have to jump on conference calls or meetings or, you know, Skype or Zoom calls to just get last minute information with your team done. And, you know, you always want to look presentable. So we always, Bethany and I always joke around, like the entrepreneurial outfit is like pajama bottoms, like comfy yoga pants on the bottom and like nice boss girly top. Jewelry. (laughs) Yeah, I've answered the door for like UPS people and like... I look bizarre. Because you have, like, jewelry and, like, a nice I'm shirt with, like, like pajama pants on the bottom. slippers. Yeah, and slippers. That's the boss girl outfit. Um, but, yeah, always having stuff to be prepared to be able to get stuff done wherever you are. I've even, like, taken my kids to McDonald's, and they want to play, and I can, like – McDonald's is really weird. They have their outlets, like, up on that. top of the wall. Like, it's super weird. Like, by the ceiling, and it's, like – I would be the weirdo to, like, plug in my computer with, like, an extension cord. I'll do it and eat and, like, work. But it's nice to always have your stuff so that you can work wherever you are and, and get stuff done. Because, yeah, mom bosses, you got to you gotta do what you got to do. Another thing we had to do for this trip was we had to increase our data plan. So ah. we had capped it for a while because we weren't using, you know, we didn't need the unlimited plan. But for this trip... We definitely have been using it with the kids in the back, um, you know, streaming videos or watching things. And, and I needed to make sure as well, like, you don't, when you travel, you don't know how the internet's going to be at someone's house. And so at least right. having a hotspot backup with my iPad oh, or my gosh, yes. phone is really helpful. And even this week, we're filming for Serious Writer Academy. Just yes. a short little plug. We'll plug that in. So one thing we were talking today in the meeting was making sure that upload speeds are fine, that we're going to be great with, with live streaming and recording. These are all just extra things that you're thinking about um, that your friends may not even understand is on your mind. So that's actually one thing we want to talk about today is how to deal with people who just don't get it. Yes. So Jill, why don't you start with that? Like, oh, yes. How, um, <laughs> what are some of the things that, that you say or have to deal with and people just... They just, they're just like, what? Or they just don't get it? For me, it's it's more of the social media stuff because I, you know, I don't blog around my friends or um, unless it's like my sister or my mom or my husband. Like, you mean I, write the blog? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't write posts around them except for, you know, a few select people. But it's like being, it's like people judging you for being on your phone all the time. 
But what they don't understand is, it, yeah, you might be physically looking at your phone, but you're networking, you're answering emails, you're responding to things that you need to respond to, you're making sure that your social media is going out. Like consistency when you're building a brand and a platform and a business is so important that it's just it's just a part of being a boss girl. And if you're not in that tribe or you don't understand it, those people can make you feel like, I don't even know what the word is, but like make you feel like you're consumed with your phone, but really you're working. Like I see it as a good thing. Like I'm so thankful that I have a phone and I can do all my work from like this little thing in my hand when I'm out and about, you know, I don't have to be at my laptop to do work, but people can be kind of nasty about it. They really can. And one thing that Jill and I have talked about is, you know, both of us have, are blessed really to work from home. So yes. we, we both homeschool um, and that takes a lot of, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of mom guilt, you know, balancing, yes. but there's a stigma, I think, for women who do work from home because you're not at a job for eight hours. So if I was at a job for eight hours, nobody would say anything to me about the lack of time I'm spending with my kids mm -hmm. or, you know, oh, you work so much or give me any kind of guilt. But I spend less, well, no, I spend probably that or more, but it's broken up with time with my kids because right. I'm home with them. So I'm actually spending more time with them, even though sometimes I'm on my computer, but yet oh, look, she's always on her phone or look, you know, she's always on social media. When does she ever spend time with her kids? But if I had been working at a full-time job, I would be removed from them completely. Exactly. And yet there's such a stigma is the word. It's the only word I can think of. But honestly, and like if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm one of these women, no offense to you. Um, I just think that I only get I only get that kind of a negative, you know, kind of negative feedback from from women who don't do it. Because the women who do use social media and they're, you know, they're trying to build a brand or a business, they get it because they understand the struggle of struggling uh you know and some women even have full-time jobs and then they're trying to do this as like the side the hustle side hustle and that's hard and like mm -hmm. there should be no mommy guilt for anything but i'm i'm right along with my sister i get to spend hours with my children my children are home with me so i don't feel i personally don't feel guilty for then staying up till 2 a.m 3 a.m in the morning to get stuff done because i've i feel like i've put my time in you know like yeah. i've spent the day with my children but if you verbalize that to some people and say, yeah, I, I stayed up till 4 a.m. working, it's almost like you're looked really bad upon. That didn't make sense. No, sense. I get but it. It's very frustrating. I actually just did a, a blog post about um, three things that new mom or not mom, but boss girls struggle with because I want to encourage you guys that it seems like people wait. <laughs> they wait until you're making money. Or you have a lot of followers, or like where other people are validating you, and then they'll validate you. Like, oh, she really is making an impact. She really is doing something. So now I'm going to take it seriously, and now I want to be a part of it. But before that, when you're hustling, and you're like working hard to get to that point, it's like that's when people are kind of like they don't take you seriously. And so I just wanted to share encouragement with you if, you're, if you've been there. Because um, Bethany and I, I would say we've been boss girls for a long time, but I think it's really been like the last year it's, it's picked up. For me, full, it's like been th I've been three years since I've had to really become an entrepreneur in terms of actually making money for the family. It was after we left church ministry when I had to start this. So, and things have definitely picked up in this last year for me. Like as mm -hmm. you know, with all the stuff, but yeah, like one thing, um, another thing that I deal with usually from family members <laughs> is, <laughs> is um, just that um, stigma and guilt about hours. You mentioned staying up until two or three a.m. 
but yeah, okay, so that's what we were talking about this this morning, is I will spend time with my kids, I'll make sure they're fed, bathed, and school, and all those things, but then I have quiet time at night, so like once they're in bed, I might stay up until 2 or 3 a.m., which means I don't get up maybe until 8 or 9 the next day, Right. but family who sees that, or friends, they might be like, oh, you just get to sleep in all the time, and I'm thinking, I had 6 hours of sleep, you had 9, Right. <laughs> like that's fine, I'm not complaining, right. but don't be so judgy, and right. I know there's women out here listening to this who understand that, like you get yes. in the late hours, or you're getting up super early, but it's almost like if I was, if I was to switch it, if I was to go to bed at 9 o'clock at night, and get up at four or five, that's praised. Yes. Look at her. She just gets up so early to do her, you yes. know, do her stuff. But if you switch it and you do it late at night right. and sleep in. It looks like you're a bad mom. Yeah. Or like, oh, did you just get up? Yeah. Yeah, I've had <laughs> I've two got, hours of sleep. I've gotten that before. <laughs> I've gotten that before. Like, like leave me alone. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, and I say this in my blog post, I, we give too much authority to, peop- it, to people and how they want to dictate or what they're comfortable with in their own lives and they project it on you. But, and we take that, like I've taken that personally from friends who are like, you're always on social media. Or I even had someone say, you know, your friends is Instagram and Facebook. Cause that's who you share things with. And that really hurt me because that's not true. <laughs> it's just not true. Even my husband heard that and made like a face. Like, what is she talking about? Like, it's not true. When you're, when you're building something, a huge part of that is sharing your life. Like social media has changed even in the last 10 years where even if you're, let's say you have a, a product, people want to know who's behind the product. That's the, one of the beautiful things about Instagram and about Twitter and you know Snapchat is you can finally see behind the scenes of what your favorite people mm-hmm. and those products, what they're doing. So that's a huge part of it. You have to share. And you know what? I am, I'm kind of sick of apologizing for it. I love Instagram. I have made so many connections from sharing my life and, and it's not always pretty. Sometimes it's real ugly, you know, like sharing like real things you've gone through, through blogging and stuff. And all these women are like, me too, me too. So, so you're definitely not alone. <laughs> we're not alone. No, we're, everyone gets it. Well, not everyone gets it. That's the point. But the people in your tribe, they understand, we understand. And I think like the overall you know, encouragement here is that nobody, you know, you shouldn't look into somebody's life and think that you have all the information to be able to make some kind of a judgment or assume anything because you don't get to see the 24 seven, the, you know, hours that they, that whatever that mom is doing, you don't get to see what she's doing. So it's not fair to make any kind of judgment call on her motives or intentions. And it really is hard to be a boss girl. It really is. It can be lonely. It can be so frustrating. There's a lot of, you know, um, opportunities for Satan to like creep in jealousy and insecurity. So you're not alone with all the struggles that us boss girls go through and especially boss moms. It can be hard to balance at all. It really can be. Again, and one thing I'm doing with the homeschool this time, which is a little bit different, is I'm teaching entrepreneurial homeschool is what I'm calling it. I think that's awesome. And so my kids are doing things. I mean, they're going to learn math and they're going to learn English and they're, we read a lot. They're going to learn all those basics, but there's so much that they need for real world, for real life that doesn't get taught in high school and college and any school really. (laughs) Um, And we joke about it because it's like, that's what valedictorian speeches are about. Like things I should have learned in high school and didn't. Oh yeah. So my kids are learning how to podcast. Um, Is anyone going to listen to that podcast? I don't know. Maybe (laughs) we'll see, right? They're going to start their YouTube channels because I want them to learn how to communicate with people Mm -hmm. with the podcast. They, uh, they love Beyblades. 
And so I said, listen, people can't see what you're talking about. So you need to learn how to describe what you're doing. And so I'm yeah, like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's a thing. They said it to me and I was like, a bay what? <laughs> Beyblades? <laughs> Any boy mamas out there? <laughs> Beyblades have ruled my life. They're like little spinny tops and they pull this, it's some kind of like starter and it spins down into this bay. And then huh. the first one to stop spinning. One of those things we had, loses. like the fairy things, and you pull yes. the it, the girl, it flies the up. Fly girl, she yeah, yeah. flies up. It's like that. It's a, just like a battle. And so that's all they talk about. So I was like, you have to describe what's happening mm-hmm. for your listeners. Yes. And I watched my seven-year-old talking to his phone as he's explaining what's happening going on. But those are life skills that they're going to oh, be absolutely. able to use. And lots of things. And we're going to do things like go to yard sales. They're each going to start off with $20 in a bank account. We're going to teach them how to do their money. And they're going to start flipping things. And so my husband's really handy. So they're going to learn how to strip furniture, how to build stuff, how to improve things. All Like, we're very excited. That is exciting. And it's funny she's even saying this because, you know, your kids watch what you do. But even my daughters, because, um, you know, I homeschool as well. Uh, they want to be, they, if you say, what does my, what does mommy do for a job? <laughs> they would say she takes photos and she writes, which yeah. is very accurate. Um, but my eight year old will stage photos like I would do for Instagram. And I was telling my husband, like, she's really learning photography skills. Yeah. She's actually really thinking it through. And these are skills that they're going to be able to take with them. Exactly what you said into their adulthood. And, and she's very artistic. So she, she's very good. And she thinks like that. So you know what? It's I think I think all boss girls are awesome and to just wrap this up so it's not too long. We just want to encourage you that you know you do what you got to do. The struggle is real and let's not let other people project negativity into our lives because you're doing something that is awesome and I always say you should chase those dreams that keep you up at night. That's what you need to do, you know? And the naysayers are going to be there. They're always going to be there. Haters are going to hate. Does Gary V say anything about haters? Oh yeah. Does he have lots of haters? <laughs> Bethany loves Gary V. <laughs> love Gary Vee. He, yeah, he has a ton of haters, but he, <laughs> like he, he'll save, he'll save stuff that people say about him. And then when it comes true years later, he has like, he talks about the, the tweets he would get about, you know, he would say something and he would go back and just reach like, what you think now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that takes a lot of time, but I do love him. He's, he's amazing at social media. He's amazing at engagement and he's amazing at really caring about people, which is why I like him so much. Yeah. But you can't worry about, here's the thing. Not everyone's going to like what you're doing. Um, if it's working for your family to the most, you know, in the most sense, everyone's safe and happy and, and they're healthy and you're balanced, which doesn't exist, but you're finding sure, a balance yeah. for your family. That's really what's important here. And, and so for all you women who CEO out there, you're doing a good job. Yes. And you just need to know that, like, we can always improve. We're always looking for ways to better our schedules. You know, we're always going to do something wrong that we're going to feel guilty about. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day... You, if God is pleased, if your family is pleased, if you're okay, then you're okay. Well, and that's, and going, like, every family looks different, and you don't, you know, there's not this picture-perfect idea or cookie cutter of what the, a Chris, especially a Christian family is supposed to look like. I was so thankful. Bethany's husband is the same way, how supportive they are yeah. of our entrepreneurial ways <laughs> and how much they support that because it's you know and that's that works for our family and I you know you yeah the, the struggle is real we're with you so I'm really excited because my sister is starting her own podcast so you're definitely going to want to um follow her and her listeners right now can hear me too so I know I'm so excited that you're listening Yay. and that we get to do this first one together you guys are so awesome right now 
So guys, thank you so much um, for letting uh, Jill join us on here. We filmed our podcast at the same time because we knew this was content. We wanted to go to both of our audiences. So we've been sort of like pausing our podcast at different (laughs) moments so we could speak to you guys. But we're really excited about where this is going. We're really excited about the vision that God has given us for helping other women just achieve their dreams and not be scared. We, as soon as we started out on this journey, specifically about a year and a half ago, Jill and I both had people reach out and say, like, I wish I was, I could do this. I want to know how to do this. And we don't feel like we're experts, but we will hold your hand and pull you along with us as we go. So make sure to check out Jill's uh, podcast. I will put links in the show notes and uh, I think you guys are amazing. Take care.